I wanna be forever young. You that go. song's actually about vampires. <laughs> Most likely, right? That makes sense. So, you know, and maybe there is one movie like that out there, but, you know, the, the two we watched this week with vampires is like taking the vampires and putting them in a different setting. Like, is there one of vampires like in the hood? Or in the barrio, like that's oh, one hundred percent. It's got to there's be gotta right. Be. Yeah, there's there's gotta right. Be. I'm gonna look it up right now. Let's see. <laughs> that that would be interesting. Like this, like leprechauns in the hood and shit. Oh, that would like be that, a funny one too, that dude. Level that is... would be funny. Um, you know, leprechauns. Man, how do you even look this like up without like space. sounding racist? <laughs> well, no, I mean that's why I said like the hood or the barrio, dude. Like I know there's a movie. Well, called there's a Bla- song called Gangsta Vampire. Well, I looked up vampire movies in the hood and mutant vampire zombies from the hood, 2008 hmm. came up. Hmm. So. so there's Blackula in 1972. There's Ganja in Hess and The Sweet Blood of Jesus. Mm. <laughs> there's Vamp. The Sweet Blood of Jesus. Well, I mean, that's with a... Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that one. I've never seen it, but I... the Blade trilogy, Queen huh. of the Damned. I think these are just. There's Black as Night. Well, what what about in the Barrio? No, no Hispanic vampire movies. I'm looking right now. Let's see. Let's see. That would be a good one because Grandma's just gonna cho- throw the chancla at the vampire, bro. Like. <laughs> And she's always got a rosary with her grandma. Like grandma would be the hero of the, you know, Hispanic vampire movie. There's one called Kronos. Oh, which we'll be watching this Christmas. I forgot about that. Let's see. That's top ten IMDb vampire Max- Mexican vet. There's Kronos, Alucardia, Santo versus the Vampire Women. Oh, El Vampiro, El Mundo de los Vampiros. In Los Cuernos de la Luna. Santo in the Treasure of Dracula. Wasn't there a, like, y'all probably have seen this clip before. It was like a, uh, it was definitely a, a Mexican movie. And it was like, there was a vampire. And this guy's like, he put up the crucifix. And he's like, oh, get away, wherever. And then the guy's like, ha He's like, you don't understand. I grew up in a Jewish family. This doesn't affect me. And he's like, in that case... Redacted. And then he, the vampire... I don't, like, I, don't, uh, I don't think that's a real movie. I think it's a scene in a movie I, that they made specifically for a movie that it was oh, in. But I, I know exactly so what you're talking about. Okay. It's hilarious. Dude, I'm about to find that <laughs> clip after this episode, too. Well, I mean, uh, last episode of La Spooky Season for us. La Spookies. Um, but what have you been up to this week, Zach? I mean, just, uh, just working, obviously. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. Uh, got back into it since there was a new, um, ex- expansion that came out. Yeah, well, that was this week, right? Tuesday? Yeah, I Tuesday mean, it was kind of or... lame. <laughs> Wednesday. Oh, no, yeah, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because, uh, it happened on the morning we it lost power here at the... Oh, my God, Josh. Yeah, dude. Uh, Josh wakes up and he goes, man, I took the day off and the power... Like, the power went out, like, right when I woke up that day. It was, like, 6.30-ish, 6.45. And I literally was about to get up and... Because I still had my CPAP on. And as soon as I was about to take it off, it just died. And I realized the fan started stopped spinning in the room. I go, God damn it. The power's out. So... um then, yeah, when I was getting ready to leave, Josh was like, I can't believe the day of all days the power's going to go out. I said, like, my bad. I got to go. Suckers. I mean, 
I just played on low until the power there went you back go. on. So my Luckily, you already had it downloaded, bro. Imagine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you hadn't downloaded it the night before. I beat that DLC within a day, dude. The only thing I need to do is like pay a million dollars for that guy. I got it, dude. I got that fucking cool Jinbei or whatever. A million dollars? The like, golden one. In Pokemon yeah, it's money? It's not that much money in Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, okay. They have a lot of inflation yeah. there? In the... No, actually. Sure. Actually. <laughs> Pokemon is the best example of an a, a static price. Like, or... Because Pokeballs have been the same price for 30 fucking years wow 200 pokey dollars so like (laughs) they're doing something right dude and you know what i was also (laughs) thinking about like what do people eat in pokemon world like you don't see other animals so they're eating pokemon right they have to damn dude i I actually brought this up to people before i was like so it's probably the breeders that are the ones that are supplying the food. And they're like, these were the trash Pokemon. These were the ones that were at four max. Yeah, they're like, let's kill it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, we got 120 of these. Just throw them in the stew. We'll be fine. I yeah. wish, like, instead of releasing them, you could, like, that's kind of what it is in Pokemon Go whenever you release them to turn into Poke Candy. <laughs> yeah, they t- yeah, you put them in the press, you turn them into candy. Did you ever? Did y'all? I don't, I don't know if Junior's ever watched you. You might have seen JoJo's before. JoJo's Bizarre. Adventure. I've seen most of the first season. Okay, so then this is perfect, right? It had to deal with vampires. Yeah. Like, didn't you have that same feeling of watching like Fright Night and be like, this kind of reminded me a little bit of. Jo-. I mean, but JoJo's is more of Castlevania esque, where it's like the architecture of. I don't even know what you call that architecture. Gothic Mm. architecture, you know? Yeah. Climbing the tower to this demon lord that's just, oh my god, just terrifying, you know, with ridiculous powers and shit. True. Yeah, it's kind of like that. What about y'all? What have y'all been up to besides having power outages in Pokemon? (laughs) Josh, what did you get into other than that? Anything else this week? I don't... I collected some more VHS. Oh yeah, what'd you get? I have it right here. Uh, I got me uh, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, uh, was it Return of the Jedi? Got some anime VHS because that's specifically what I was looking for. But I have no idea what this one is because it's a two-part. I only got the first oh, part. Damn. The Heroic Legend of Arisland, But it was only for $5. The other ones I got for like $2 a piece. Got some Three Stooges. Got Speed. Oh, Speed. Hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what the shitty thing about collecting VHS is, Josh? Why is that? They take up a lot of space. Like, as your collection grows, you're going to be like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, I can attest to that right now as Anna Green Gables series just clutters up the island in the the kitchen. So, um, Bro, it's a beautiful story, dude. Me breaking that. I'm going to break. Josh, that actually is worth $100,000. What if you found that out? Could you imagine if it was? Oh, yeah. It was. It isn't. Because I know it isn't. It's trash. Whoa. Garbage. Oh, I mean, look, dude, I'm not going to keep poking the bear because I know eventually we're going to have to watch those movies on air. But no. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Why, Sorry, bro? bro. <laughs> those, that movie is so... I don't know how long it is, but it's it because has you keep poking two tapes. the bear. <laughs> it has two tapes per fucking case. I mean, that seems about right from back movies? in those Three. days, dude. Like, I think Braveheart was two tapes. Obviously, Titanic was two tapes. It, that was just how it was. You just didn't have a lot of storage capacity on that VHS. Hence what Zach Titanic is saying. Titanic was too. 
bro, they couldn't double side that shit just like a like a what do you call it? One of those tracks, those audio tracks, cassette tape, cassette tape, cassette tapes, where you just flip it upside down. You're like, all right, let's do it all over again, but the other way. I mean. I don't know if the VCR could do that. VHS, bro. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there, I, there was a whole industry, bro. Like, you had to sell more and more VHS. And, like, if you re- you did something like that, then you just cut down on, like, the production of more VHS. Like, you got to think about what these people... They're, bo- they're thinking about their bottom line. And they're like, well, if it's more efficient, we lose money here. God, dude. It only reminds me of... How many people do you think bought in mass not bought in mass but rented in mass whenever blockbuster and hollywood video was like closing down and they knew that they were never going to pay that shit back for late fees and the whole thing like oh you mean like they just kept them those people are you are you serious those that they still went after them dude of course dude if you if you it's like a credit thing you're a creditor is going to come after you like well, and that's bankruptcy like, court still is gonna fucking try and collect that debt, and they're still corporations. I think maybe Blockbuster finally is like closed completely down, but they were for a while still. Bro, that then that what you would do is just wait until like fucking your debt is sold for how much? Like nothing, pennies to the dollar. Yeah, those stays on your credit report that whole credit. time. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, bro, it's fine, man. I got me. I got Terminator. Fucking... I got <laughs> Robocop 2. Like... The, but like the original print first run, like VCR Terminator. That's what the guy has. Well, going back to the debt part that Zach was talking about for those video stores. I, it's funny because I remember Josh telling me about some thing that's happening with Cash App and people. There was some kind of glitch. <laughs> so You saw that, Zach? where no i don't think i saw that actually it was like an infinite i get this is what everyone's calling it the infinite money glitch (laughs) it's so weird calling it that like it's a fucking video game or some shit um yeah they were just i guess there was like an outage or something what happened with cash app and people were just like oh man i'm able to pay with all this money that i don't have with cash app it's like and and it spread like wildfire on the internet and People were like, yeah, I'm just going to do this. And a couple days later, they were in the negative. I saw someone that had like in the hundred, I think a million or some shit. And he's like, I don't know how I'm going to pay this back. And some other guy went into detail reading the the terms and conditions. He was like, you need, you have like 30 or 40 days to pay this back. Uh, not all of it, of course, all at once. Is and or we would garnish your wages. Fucking people like, are so Fuck, stupid. Fuck, bro. <laughs> there's no such thing as free money. Like mm-hmm. I remember there was a a similar bug with uh, DoorDash or one of those things where people were ordering oh, yeah, I heard about fucking that. everything, and then once they got the like everything sorted out and the bill came, they're like, I I don't know how I'm gonna pay this, and it's like, why did you spend that much? You fucking right. moron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there are consequences to every action you take there's nothing free in life you dumb piece of shit i mean if you want to do that type of behavior you probably need to get into credit fraud but then you gotta realize there's circumstances there's you know consequences but if you're using like a service platform or a peer-to-peer payment platform like you owe that money like there's when you download that and agree to the terms of service like it's basically saying like you have to pay whatever's on that um yep. so but i can only imagine a guy getting a bill for a million dollars for his vhs late tape right now 
like Blockbuster's <laughs> trying to make a comeback, and they're like, we're just going to collect on all these VHS with interest, and we'll be bro. Back those in the records game. are gone, dude. Like <laughs> those records were stored in like local computers, and like the databases were bullshit back then. Like that shit's wiped. Like it's gone. They didn't right. fucking update their databases or. Or the Transfer same people, the data, or the same people that stole the first version of Food Fight stole all those records, right? Exactly. Something happened. <laughs> what do they call that corporate espionage or whatever? I mean, Netflix tried to sell themselves to Blockbuster. Yes, they got laughed out of the boardroom, bro. Wow, dude, could you imagine? Now Blockbuster probably would have found a way to fuck that up too. I mean, all fucking corporations fuck everything up like that's the thing like you have a bunch of people who work their way up throughout the years they're like look at me i'm a big shot executive vice president i'm a c-level employee blah 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 all these things and they think you know well we'll keep doing what we're doing we have we can cut down costs here here and here and why would we change anything? It's working perfectly. And then it comes a young hotshot saying, hey, here's this new thing. And they're like, no, I like the way things are. It's been working so far for me. And they forget that they were the young hotshot that changed things. And sure enough, they fuck up their whole corporation. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but I could just feel like one of the arguments was, no, people like coming to the store and browsing and, and all of that. Right? Which... When you're betting on nostalgia, is that's a bad bet. Well, I mean, I think that at the time, Netflix was like trying to sell the you mail in portion, right? And obviously, your argument still stands. You know, people like coming in. But like, can you imagine somebody trying to pitch you on, well, you just mail off for what you want? I'd be like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? I mean, what year was it when they said we are starting to do a streaming platform i don't think they started doing streaming because i remember originally netflix would send you dvds Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i want to say early 2000s or like right like at the turn maybe the streaming started because i know i had it i want to say i had it in definitely by 08 i was already it was after the iphone came out oh was so that was like yes. 2000. I remember like, it became a like thing when I moved away for college. And that was like 2010, 11. I think it existed before then as the DVD service. And then it started gaining traction because you could, there were ones that you could, I remember the website used to be, you could either watch it there if it was available or if it wasn't and it was a movie you wanted, you could click mm. to have the DVD sent to you. That's right. So yeah, it says January 07 is when the streaming started. It's crazy. And then it probably got re- it got popular around that time. Because I, like I said, I know I had it in 08. I, I remember that. And uh, yeah, no. Those are the great days of streaming platforms like Netflix, who like just finding something and benching the shit out of like a whole series. And uh, now we have Destination Man, that was- streaming again. So which I know Josh is a fan of, but I'm I'm kind of like, just release it all at once, you know. I want yeah, I want to. I, I don't like that. No, dude, it's come on. Okay, the, okay, but here it goes back to the corporate thing. It's like this is not what everybody likes, man. Right? Yeah. 
like we're gonna be those people but yeah i personally i personally do like that though because like joe when jojo stone ocean came out it was all at it was in chunks and big chunks and everyone the hype was dead dude like part one all the way to five were released weekly and it was the the hype bro was so good like can't wait for next week you know can't wait but now it's just like mm, mm, screw that and there's always something to talk about he's like oh did you watch a new episode of blah 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 and you're like man i watched the blah 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 and it was so good yeah man yeah because now it's like oh man i watched the show it's really good you should watch and that people are like i'll get to it because it's already all there and it's like people never yeah. fucking get to it it's like yeah Whenever there's like that sense of community and you're missing out, like for instance, back when Game of Thrones was so popular, it was like oh, every yeah. week people would, I would go to watch parties. Like you don't have that with a fucking, <laughs> when everything drops, like, oh, we're all going to stay here and watch 12 hours of TV. <laughs> I remember whenever, I don't know when this was, but I remember me and Michelle binge watched the first season of Walking Dead because we always heard it was like, Oh, this is really good. I think they were like on season two at the time or something like that, or they were just starting it. What you TiVo it, bro? It was the greatest was it on her fucking TiVo. <laughs> Talk about probably. You know, it probably was. It probably was, and it was the great. The first season of Walking Dead was amazing. You know, everyone loved it. You know, yeah. we just couldn't stop watching that shit. Do y'all remember when Mich- the Michelle would just like she had all those a TiVo in each room, had all those shows recorded, and then she would just watch it on her phone. Or be watching something on her phone, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, t- you literally have a TV right there, there, and you're just watching it on your phone. I'm like, "Whatever." Bro, she would make me nervous anytime we would be driving somewhere. She would literally have her phone right on the dashboard or where the radio is, and she'd be watching a show, <laughs> almost killing us. Driving. That's the thing. Like, I will never stop. drive with Michelle again. Like, I would, I will fucking die on that hill. I will fucking die on the side of a fucking hot sidewalk walking. If I ever have to, you know, have the choice of having to walk or fucking drive with Michelle. He has to watch the newest season of Jersey Shore. Oh, my God. Oh, my. I don't know if that's. Uh, I know it came back for a little bit. And I think a couple of them have a podcast or something. Did y'all watch the new the new uh, Friday night? No, I didn't. I I remember that last as I was finished watching it yesterday. I I said, damn, I think there's. A remake of this or a newer one? Who was in it? Char- what year? Charlie Bartlett. About? Oh, really? R.I.P. What's that kid's name? He's he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. A- a- Anton Yelk- Yelkin, I think Yelchin or something. Yelkin. Poor guy. So, what year did it come out? Did this remake come out? Uh, let's see. You know, I might have to squeeze that in with you know the remake. Two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. So about twelve oh, years ago. Jesus. Good lord. Did you watch that by accident? I just <laughs> no, I watched it a long time ago. I think. No, I, I said like I instead of watched... instead of this week. I know, one. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he passed My away age. at like thirty something, wasn't he? Or like twenty seven. Wow. Yeah, he twenty seven oh. club, dude. Yeah, man. What did he die of? Like, what was it? Like, just an accident? Or... I think it was an accident. I think he got like okay. Here's I'm I just Wikipedia it said after, so it says death. After Yelchin failed to arrive at a rehearsal June 18th, 2016, he was found by friends around 1.10 a.m. On June 19th, pinned between his Jeep Grand Cherokee and a brick pillar gatepost outside his house. What? Dead from a freak what? accident. As Yelchin got out of his car and went to check 
his locked gate for mail, the vehicle apparently rolled back down his driveway, which was on a steep incline, and trapped him against the pillar and the security fence. Wow. Oh, shit, dude. He probably would have been Spider-Man in one of the movies, dude, if he hadn't fucking died. He looked like Spider-Man. I mean, he'd probably be too old to be Spider-Man at this point. Right. He could have played an older version. I mean, how old was uh, Tobey Maguire when he played Spider-Man? 68. He was supposed to be playing in 1860. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like... You could could you believe that Tobey Maguire was playing an eighteen year old in the first Spider Man? No, absolutely not. Let's see, Tobey Maguire. How old was Tobey Maguire? He had to have been like twenty, like in his mid twenties at least. Twenty seven when, when he made the first. Oh my lord! Yeah, when playing an eighteen year old somehow when it, it started, he was twenty seven. In Spider Man One, Tobey Maguire was twenty seven years old. He played a geek youngster who turned into a bit blah blah blah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that was 02, right, when that came out? Oh, it was 26 when it started filming, so. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, one of the things I did this week as we were watching these couple movies, I for, I saw a poster in one of them, and I re, I saw the poster was called, it was in uh, The Lost Boys. It was Reformed School Girls. I go, why does that sound familiar? And I looked at, I looked it up, and I was like, oh, shit, I think I remember this movie. And it's like a sexploitation film from, like, the, like, 19... 19- I think the same year, the year before the Lost Boys came out and talking about like, it's supposed to be reformed school girls. So they're like juveniles, but dude, they all look like they're fucking 25 or 30. So that was just the thing in Hollywood. dude. Well, I mean, back then too, like even high school kids looked like they were in their twenties. Like everybody lived hard, dude, like because (laughs) the water was shit. The food, the food was better probably to be completely honest, but like he, People could smoke in the grocery store. You were inhaling secondhand smoke your whole mm-hmm. fucking adolescent life, like, or like one of the themes, or like, uh, not necessarily themes, but something I picked up in the Lost Boys watching it this time around. It was, it was almost as if because this that was the generation that was, you know, their parents were the hippie children, right? It almost, yeah. I, I felt that was the like a little subtext of the Lost Boys is like the world is this shit murder murder capital and vampires are coming here because of all the hippie parents that, you know, named their kid star and, you know, let them run amok. And, and then to your point, you know, there was lead in the paint. The water was fucking full of whatever. And secondhand smoke was everywhere. So everybody looked like they were 50, even though they were 22. Um, so, you know, luckily I don't look that old. Someone said I, they thought I was 35 and I was like, no, I'm not, but appreciate really? it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very nice of them to say. It that. was very, yes, very. I, I looked at them. How I said, magnanimous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was because they were like, "Oh, I thought you were my age." I go, "Well, how old are you?" I'm 35. I go, "No, I'm I'm about 10 years older than you." So, uh, thank you for the compliment, dude. If they think you're 35, dude, do they think I'm like fucking 20? Like, well, Josh has <laughs> is something, that, like Josh has parallel. Probably I'm 10 years younger than you. Josh was saying something about like we were talking about carding or something. I don't remember if it was carding, but Josh is like, yeah, people always when he says, oh, do you remember what? Oh, that's what it was. He was like, oh, and I bring up something at work and these people were like, you're not that old to remember that. And he goes, I'm 30. They're like, what? And I looked at Josh. I go, you know what? You do look like you could pass for like 22 ish to 25. So. um, So, yeah, you probably the same thing. You probably look 25 ish. I would say that easily. 
So vampires. Let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. These are your movies. These feel like they were from your time. Yeah. They obviously are. No, for sure. I mean, obviously, you know, we started off with werewolves for me as far as my first couple double features for the Halloween, Halloween-y episodes. And, you know, these two movies, especially Fright Night, was just a movie that... I loved to watch as a kid and, uh, you know, the 85, I was probably about seven, eight. And I feel like I saw early on. I don't know if I saw it in the theater, but I mean, I know I watched the shit out of this movie um, as a kid. So, um, and then the lost boy. So kind of like the, the pairing of silver bullet and, and American werewolf. Like I had the same kind of experience with these two movies where Friday night was kind of like silver bullet. It was a fan favorite. There was Corey Haim. I guess in light of this week and the fact that I had another Corey Haim movie, I realized and I, I forgot. I guess I, I was a kind of a Corey Haim stan growing up as a kid. Like he was like he seemed like the coolest dude, except for that jacket he was wearing in The Lost Boys when he goes in the comic book store wearing an Arsenio Hall designer MTV jacket. Hey man, it's still pretty cool. I mean, yes, it was cool. I'm not I, at the time. I probably thought I wanted one, but now as a grown man, I'm like, nope, not for me. But quick side note: um, thanks for reminding me. In a previous podcast, you're like, let me text the sisters see if they remember Silver Bullet. Guess what? Nobody replied to your fucking text, bro. Nobody remembered it. <laughs> no, <a> <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, look, our family's in shambles so. right now. Okay, that's not on me. That's not on. Uh, me. Isn't it, bro? You're the you're like the the patriarch of the siblings right now, dude. I guess I'm just not doing patriarchy well right now. <laughs> because the patriarchy. <laughs> because the patriarchy. I am Knuff. I finally saw that this week. So that's the one thing I did this week. I finally saw oh, Barbie. Good, good yeah. job. It's yeah. not bad, right? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's dude, fun. I enjoyed it. It's quaint. It's a it's a good movie. A lot of like it's one of those ones I'll rewatch because there's a lot going on. But uh, I liked it. It was it was fun. It was fun. It made me feel good. Well, I mean, man, fuckers, you heard it here first. Junior is a woke piece of shit whoa whoa <laughs> okay 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 let's pump the brakes kidding, um no but no yeah so obviously i was Corey hay fan but like lost boys 2 was kind of one where it felt edgier when i was a kid and then i just i thought maybe i'm not you know maybe there's something more there and i just think it was because it was kind of uh a difference like with the whole subtext or the context of like the murder capital and the 80s deteriorating and i guess now that's what i probably was picking up as a kid like this like that the scary places like that in the world existed like it's not bad enough to have vampires it's also just the the they made santa clara look like it was fucking um escape from new york in certain scenes right like i'm like dude that place looks scary right so i guess as a kid i just found that a little like off-putting but uh no it was great to come back to these movies and and, you know, talking about the Zach Geist, the episode that's out right now was the one with Child's Play, which is Tom Holland directed that, directed Fright Night, and Chris Sarandon is both. And this is Chris Sarandon's third movie, I guess, we've done, right? Princess so, Bride and Child's Play and now Fright Night. Right. Is it? But we also got to talk about the elephant in the room. The is fact Tom that I, Holland a vampire who's playing Spider-Man now? because <laughs> he looks so young yes that's a good question does anybody know what the tom holland directed these movies look like 
I don't. He was he was never shown mm. in photographs, so mm. it might be the same person. There you go. There's our hot take. Now we're gonna probably get fucking hunted down by his his Renfield or his. Uh, what was he it? No, he's gonna show. He's like, I do all my killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, it was funny because I was listening to the. I hadn't seen the movies that I was traveling this week, and as I was listening to our most recent episode, I said, "Oh yeah, we'll be seeing these guys again." I go, "Shit, I gotta watch those movies." Literally in the next couple of days, I said, the fucking Zach guy got us again. And even this morning, I saw a New York Times article that I started reading where it was, they found this 400-year-old body where it was chained to its grave. And because they didn't want it to come back from the dead, a revenant, and like, I forgot where it was, what part of like Eastern Europe. I said, dude, here we go again. The Zach guys, it's just, it's constantly Crazy. coming at us. But, but no, uh, yeah, that, I mean, ultimately, these were just staple vampire movies. And for me growing up as a kid, so. Was it y'all's first time watching both, or had y'all seen one of these before? I'd seen Fright Night before. I've tried to watch Lost Boys several times. I only ever remember the first half, and so I think this is the first time I watched all the way through. Go, okay. Josh. Yeah, I've I've never seen any of them. I only ever heard of Lost Boys, and that's it. But uh, also, real quick side note to listeners. I mean, this is probably like I don't know how many weeks after their most recent episode that's out right now, but. Uh, Stack correction, if you will. Um, it was not Nancy Meyer movie, Seattle, Sleepless in Seattle, and uh, what's the other one? Henry Red Sally. That those are nor Efron films. So, um, listening to that this the other day, I was cringing. I was like, God damn it, I'm an idiot. So, but it happens to I the mean, best. I mean, it's not the first time you've done this. No, yeah, yes, exactly. exactly. So, like, <laughs> it's part for the course. And Ring the bell. Calling it out only. <laughs> brings it to light I, I feel like the majority of people that listen to our show wouldn't even have caught it bro yeah but it, it's who i am it's who i i like to own my mistakes is that a, such a bad thing hey, well I mean, i'll try to own most of them i won't say i own all of them you know that's how how uh what's the word i'm looking for cookie crumbles that's how the cookie crumbles <laughs> it's cookie crisp <laughs> it's uh, cookie crisp what happened to those what, uh, Count Chocula, dude. Classic vampire. Classic vampire. You had, uh, you know, the Count from fucking Sesame Street. He's like, one big dick. <laughs> Two big. <laughs> I mean, that's what basically Chris Sarandon was doing in uh, Fright Night. Oh, one prostitute. <laughs> like he was yeah. killing he prostitutes, was like- bro. Like, great, like crazy. So uh, what did you guys think overall of these movies? Like, where do they... Fall great on movies, the, man. Yeah, Josh, thoughts on yours? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I like Fright Night a lot, and Lost Boys are still pretty good. I, I think I like Fright Night a little bit better, mm-hmm. but they're both pretty Same. good. I guess let's just go chronologically. We'll go Fright Night first, um, taking the vampire premise and you know taking it from the Gothic London and you know Transylvania, like which was a lot of the original movies, and bringing it to suburban America and. But yeah, I, I think that was what I, you know, liked about movies in the 80s. It seemed like everything happened in suburbia. And even though like it was a vampire or a werewolf or whatever the fuck was going on, a teen wolf, right? Like shit, shit went down in suburbia in 1980s movies. So, um, but yeah, Fright Night, just uh, watching it this time around, I didn't realize there's a movie. I recently watched a movie uh, called Targets. Have y'all ever heard of that movie? It's a uh, Peter no, Bogdanovich's no, no. like first movie. 
and in it, it's got Boris Korloff, who is like one of the famous like Universal monster actors. Um, he plays himself, basically, sort of, kind of plays a, a meta character himself. But it's like he's a an aging monster movie actor, and he's trying to call it quits. And then it there's a random person. It's a 1968 movie, and there's a random person going around just killing people with a sniper rifle. And it's like a juxtaposition of the old horror movies against the fact like the new horror is just so random and uncalculated. Like the way they present the character, the shooting, there was no reason really for him to do it. Come from a good middle wife class, you know, a wealthy or middle upper class white family, married parents, like, and he just decides to start killing people. Right. And so, Watching it this time, it's not exactly the same, but it does have that aspect of the aging horror actor being put into an actual situation. Because um, there's a little bit of that towards the end of the targets where he, the the, the, the aging character, like kind of saves the day. So I was like, oh shit! Like, it, and I just recently watched that, so I was like, oh, that's kind of an somewhat same in in, in regards to that, but. Also, the case. Remember the little case that he opens that he said, oh, this is the prop from the movie, and he discovers Jerry Danbridge as a vampire by not seeing his reflection? That's from the Dracula, original Dracula movie. That's how Van Helsing determines that Count Dracula is of the, from the, you know, not from the living. So it's just stuff picking up That's this a- time around. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, even though it was a great movie growing up as a kid, and I used to love it, um, I was like, oh, it's, you know, like all the movies we see in these, and I feel like in horror, there's always like, that paying homage and the O to, um, you know, what came in the past. So it was interesting watching it now older. I haven't seen this movie probably since I was 12. So it's been a long ass time, dude. It's been a long time. So it was, it was great to kind of jump in seeing all those things. So, so that old Dracula movie, isn't that the one with Count Dooku in it? Uh, Sir Christopher Lee or whatever. His so name? he, or is that another movie I'm thinking? Yeah. Of? So no, the the Bella Lugosi plays in the Dracula from I think it was like 1930. Um, you're talking about the I think uh, Christopher Lee was the Hammer production. So in in uh, London, he he also played Count. So yeah, that he was in some, but the the first Dracula movie in 19 I want to say it's 1939 was uh, Bella Lugosi. Have you seen any of those Christopher Lee movies? No, I've only ever heard it in like reference because it's like Star Wars. He's he, he's Count Dooku. Count is a vampire, and people would make the joke. He's like he was in a he was in the old he was he was Count Dracula, I believe. Right? I, I've mm-hmm. never seen him. So, I mean, he's yeah. had a great career. I mean, Count Dracula, Count Dooku, Saruman, Saruman. <laughs> he's uh he's definitely. Played a, a very good villain through his life. Yeah, I mean, he even played uh, the the dentist in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and he would scare the Willy Wonka as a kid. Was he in that <laughs> as a menacing? Yeah, he was. He was the he was the dentist, and he would scare him to not eating candy when he was a kid. Huh. Is that the newer one? Or oh, yes, okay. that is. The newer I've never one. seen that. Which I guess they're coming out with a prequel to Willy Wonka that uh, Timothy Chalamet is going to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard of it. I don't know if I'll watch it. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. What, did, which, what did y'all like about Friday Night? Uh, it's just kind of fun. I mean, 
the way it starts out, this dude's already fucking like obsessed with his name. He gave me the burbs vibes where mm. he's just like looking out at the new people that are moving in. He's like, oh, what's going on? He's fucking coughing. But he's obviously been watching a lot of horror TV every night instead of thinking about the sex that he should be. Having. Right. Um, but it's just kind of fun. Like, but there are some things that are kind of funky, like, uh, his his buddy turning into a vampire and all of a sudden being like, but the master, like he knows everything. Like it's like <laughs> when you get turned, you're automatically in the no, the vampire no. Right. Um, but aside from that, it's pretty good. I mean, it's a fun, like there's like little like subtext about, you know, the virgin getting pierced and mm-hmm. busting her hymen and shit. Yeah. And the blood and all that. And like, you know, I don't think, homeboy should have ended up with the girl he he was never paying attention to her he was kind of a piece of shit to her yeah i I, i'm I'm glad you brought that up because you know i I, when i was watching it obviously i'm like trying to follow the beats of the story and i'm like wait i I feel like now in hindsight being older even though all this stuff was happening and yes he's the protagonist but i felt like it was more about her the story about her right like her like you said her virginity He's like, oh, I'm ready to have sex, and he gets distracted, and then that turns into a whole scene with the dancing at the club with her and Jerry Danbridge, oh, yeah. and then the, the the basically the sex scenes, which they just implied it by him biting her, but we know Jerry got up in that. You know that's right. You know that's right. So, um, yeah, I agree. I was like, you know what, this this dude was just a because even when the she slaps him with a burger, chili burger or whatever in his face, it's like. She was trying to, again, oh, I'm glad, let's talk, and he gets distracted again. So, yeah. Um, well, think about it. Like, he never impaled one of the vampires, so he never got his wood in anything in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was only the other guys that were, like, impaling the vampires. Uh, or the other guy. Which, uh, I guess that means he's still a virgin. He is. Mm. You know, one of the things I saw that I kind of had, you know, again, this, the last time I was 12 wasn't probably as critical of movies, but when he stabs him with the pencil and he pulls the hand out, I was like, wouldn't that stab Charlie in the throat? Based yeah, on no, the, it would like through uh, right when I saw that, I was like, dude, you killing yourself. <laughs> so there's that. And then the aspect of. Which, you know, that supposedly is one of Dracula's powers, the able to manipulate and, and, and have kind of like seduce people mentally or through his presence. But the whole dancing at club radio, I was like, what in the fuck is going on right now? Like, Bro, that I, was a great scene, dude. That's you know, probably the best scene of the movie, dude. I love it, but I, I, I was don't remember dude. it. I don't remember I was like, it. this guy is sexy as fuck, dude. I would be hypnotized. <laughs> That's 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 the power of just any vampire movie, bro. Yeah. Vampire vampires is synonymous with sexy for some weird reason. And it's it, because it's like, well, uh, keep going. What were you gonna say? It, it's it's like it's 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 like how it's romanticizing like pirates are like oh pirates are sexy. It's like vampires Excuse are also me? sexy. Like even jo- <laughs> that's what Deborah. I don't make this shit. Did up, you watch bro, the softcore porn movie <laughs> Pirates? That was like yes, the Pirates of Caribbean. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but that's I mean, not a soft porn. It's an actual hardcore too. 
that's a hardcore yeah. porn. I think it has Belladonna in it. Dude. And anyway. It, they, I rented <laughs> that from fucking Hollywood yeah, video. from Hollywood video. I remember, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was the soft core, the soft core one, dude. Like, I oh. saw the original um, in the Navy. You're, and yeah, it has like Jenna Jameson. And you're in the Navy. You're like, oh, I hope some pirates take you up here <laughs> on my boat. <laughs> You're like, I'm going for the one piece. Actually, no. Have you, have, have you watched the new one? Sorry, we we're just going on no, all kinds no, of... No, it's but fine. like the new one piece on Netflix. I saw that it no, got renewed for a second season already. Bro, it's really good, actually. Really? Yeah. Maybe I, like I should it. watch that. It holds pretty true to the, to the whole uh, anime, and it's they, they did it surprisingly well. It was good, yeah. But that's the whole thing. They're pirates, and they're being chased after by the world government navy. It's fun. <laughs> so yeah, pirates are sexy. Yeah. So I oh God, I forgot what the you were point saying about you were saying vampires are sexy. Yeah. Vampires are sexy, but I forgot where I was going with it though. God damn. It. Well, what's interesting? If y'all have y'all ever watched True Blood? I think, I, think so. I watched a few couple episodes of the first season when everybody was like telling me I should watch it, but I never. So, based off of series books whatever but like in the show there's a scene where you know the guy that plays uh what's his the stapler guy in office space I, no mm-hmm. i don't think it's him actually it might be him but i might be misremembering but there's a scene where there's a guy that kind of looks like him is a vampire and he's like you think that vampires are sexy and everything and it's like it's not like that when you get turned you're what you were at the time and you can never change that and it's just like this fat balding guy and he's like it's depressing being like this and alone forever and living forever and it's just like holy shit that would suck like that's one side of it you don't really think about and it's kind of goes to like fright night like the lost boys and keeper sutherland he's like you could be one of us because you're sexy like us bro right like Yeah, because like the little kid was Laddie would have stayed young forever, and yeah, it's kind of like the interview with the vampire mm-hmm. uh, Kirsten Dunst, right? Is that who it was? Kirsten yeah, Dunst. yeah. We referenced him when we were talking about melancholy and stuff last last week, or was that last week? Man, that was a year ago, bro. I don't know. Time flies, right? Um, but no, yeah, I think that was what you're saying. Is I think that's what the movies of like the. 80s the vampire tale started to become it's like this the anxiety of always being this way right especially if you're like bald and and fat and old or you know a little 10 12 year old girl like kirsten dunce character in interview with a vampire laddie in lost boys so and even uh chris sarand and jerry danbridge's character he's like you you don't i'm gonna like when he first confronts um charl char or brewster right it was his name charlie in the movie I think it was Charlie. They kept saying it over Charlie. (laughs) And I just kept thinking of Charlie bit my finger. Uh, When he first confronts him, he's like, I'm, I'm going to give you like, you're going to have, I didn't have a choice. So like, it kind of like alludes to, he didn't have a choice to be a vampire. And so that's his struggle. And this is just who he is. He has to do this to live. Um, So would y'all ever choose to be a vampire? Uh yes. Whoa, that was quick. Yeah, bro. Vampires have so many powers, bro. Well, but you would have to murder you... people. Well, I you mean, I, that's not people. a problem for me. 
Bro, it's so easy. You get a job at the fucking what's that blood donation thing, and then just start siphoning blood. Yeah, but you you can only work during the night. Like easy. But on top of that, it would kind of suck because like the first like few decades, you would have to be like slowly accumulating money because like you don't you have to have a job you, like you still have to pay rent and buy a house and all this shit like even if you're a vampire unless you want to go dude, live I'm in a, a fucking vampire, cave dude. Dude. I can go fl- yeah exactly i'm a vampire and go fly to a cave yeah but like you would still there. be you like you still want to play your fucking video games you need a place with electricity <laughs> <laughs> and all these things like just because you're like you're gonna be like oh, oh shit i'm dude. hungry bro you don't understand though when you're a vampire you can make people do this for you that's what's so crazy about this man like even in jojo like they made this joke that he had a boyfriend that was a gay priest, right? He he did everything for him. You know, he just, oh, Dio, you're so whatever. Oh, oh, you are the only one for me. You are the, the, the god of everything, you know? Just get someone like that. You can hypnotize them. You have the power. I mean, you're a vampire already. You're you're an undead, uh, an evil thing of the night. So it's like, what's one more thing that you can do to manipulate someone that's nothing? It's child's play. You know, <laughs> I guess you're actually yeah. killing them, and I mean, yeah, because so like, his. I mean, I guess you saw it in Fright Night, right? And and in Dracula, the the Bram Stoker's book, there's Renfield. Like they always have a familiar or somebody that takes care of them during the day, right? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Um, which I guess I don't remember what Jerry Danbridge's familiar was named, but uh, he 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 obviously had some powers because he kept coming back from the dead. And then turn into green I think slime. It was like a zombie, dude. Yeah. Cause like he wasn't a vampire, clearly. But he turned into that like pistachio pudding. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they probably actually used that. It was very certain type of green for sure, man. That that was uh when I saw that I go, Oh, I remember like it's just vivid. I remember seeing that as a kid and thinking that's a weird green color. I I'm like so I remember mom he? making. You this said pudding. he was a zombie. He, he seemed wait, like a zombie. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, he took like six bullets, dude. One to the fucking forehead, and then like multiple to the chest, and he just kept coming. I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? I mean, when you're but a it begs the question: like, make, how did he have shit. the power to turn him into that? No, you can. I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm basing this off of JoJo, but he could like Dio could make zombies and many undead different types of things. True. Yeah, so and I assume that's. And how. if I remember, um, in the book, it's like Renfield would eat, like he would eat the blood, of, like he would eat insects and things of that nature. And I just saw the movie with, um, Nicolas Cage Renfield, and th- that was the same premise. Like he would, his powers came from eating like flies and different things um as opposed to like sucking blood and you know he would get healed by by dracula's blood but uh yeah i guess you by know, the he, blood of christ dude like what what is this okay so dude, like, yes. let's talk about the religious yes, metaphors here yes like, dude like what's going on here like it's is it the flip side of christ where instead of drinking the blood of christ to save ourselves where we're the vampires of christ Yes, dude, like, you know, it's great that we watched that movie Antichrist last week because, like, literally the vampire character, Dracula, is the Antichrist. Yeah, the opposite, the flip coin. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like you said, like, um, 
God or Jesus gave died for for all of us to live, and basically Dracula would kill all of us so he could stay living. Like it's just everything is the flip. Yeah. It's just the flip thing. The you know the but, blood. Let's not forget that Jesus is the original undead. That is very true. He's so the, like, is he the real oh, vampire? That, like, did we lose this in translation? Like, what's going on? Technically, like, we, Lazarus. Oh my God! No, no. Think about it. Like, you go to Lost Boys where he has to drink his blood in order to become like him. Mm. We drink Christ's blood to become like him so that we can live forever. Yeah. I, there you go. Bro, Jesus is a vampire and Christianity is a vampire cult. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. So that means they all the disciples were vampires until Jesus died, right? Because did they say once the main vampire dies or whatever the title that they held for that, they would all be reverted back, right? Well, that's the thing. Like, Jesus didn't actually die. Like, he was hanging on the cross, but Which they is, never put a wooden stake through his heart. Right. So the, the the stake that he died on was his rebirth, and then the stake through, vamp, through Dracula's heart is his death. So, like, the stake's still there. But yeah, to your point, we no one staked him, so he came back three days later. I, I, I asked this oh. to Junior. I was like, why... Is it that it has to be a stake through the heart? Why can't it just be a bullet through the heart? You know what I mean? What if it's a wooden bullet? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm not understanding here. It's like, bro, just shoot him in the heart. Like it's gonna it's gonna do the same thing as steak, but the steak's gonna have because more circumference. The, you know? the wood is natural, right? And so um I don't think I saw is it, it metal natural, excuse me? No, because it's processed. It's earth. processed. You got you gotta But it comes from the earth. Well, either way, you know, the biggest thing with, and going, it's kind of going into this whole opposite antichrist, like, you know, the, you know, what in the Bible, uh, from dust you came, from dust you will return, right? Um, the, not, the historical lore of, of Dracula, he has to be buried in his, in his, uh, the soil from the land that he coffin. came from. And that's what he's in his coffin, in that soil. So, like. Maybe that's why it's got to be wood, because it's again, it's part of the ground, right? He's that's how you you stake him and kill him. But you know, going back to what you said about Christ being the first vampire, you know, he he rose on the third morning, right? And that you know, the vampire has to go back to his lair in the morning. It's literally, just it's just the opposite on all of it. So, um, which is crazy. We're all vampires, basically, if you take the blood of Christ. What's the the verse? He so that we could all have everlasting life. Like, mm-hmm. what well, I don't know, but regardless, yeah, vampire cult. Except in reality, vampires, which we learned in Twilight, can go out in the sun. They're just more beautiful in the sun. Right, right. Yeah, the, let's just, just that's the lie that the devil tells us. <laughs> devil being Van Helsing. Well, it's interesting and frightening when it opens up, right? Like it's cutting through the, the, the neighborhood and it's going into Charlie's room. And and if you listening to the TV or what they're watching on that tell like the, the guy saying, man, your your skin looks so translucent or so luminous and your lips are a little so red. And I was thinking that I was like, bro, that's the, the evolution of the vampire myth got to where it got to Twilight and they're like these beautiful creatures and, but it all falls in line with the, the lore of vampires, right? They're seductive and, you know, they're powerful and they just, you know, then they get to twilight and it's like, yeah, they they shimmer and they gleam and they're, they're sexy and 
and ultimately that's that's been Dracula and vampires the whole basically time really through cinema right it's basically been like that it's true I've seen it which you know that article I read going back to what you're saying the thing that got lost in translation with you know maybe Jesus is a zombie or a vampire right Apparently that article was saying like supposedly I forgot where it said it was at, but it was like the late 17th century. So 1600, 1680, like there was a lot of stories of revenants existing in that part of the country. So to what you're saying, and I think you kind of asked this question with the werewolf, like, is there things that we think are myth and lore that actually happen and we just you know, we just don't know the science of why it happened. You know, there's got to right. be a reason they're finding, they find re- like remains of somebody and it's like tied to the grave to make sure that they don't come back from the grave. I mean, how did Jesus bring back Lazarus, dude? Lazarus, dude, he fucking, mm. he poured his blood into him. He's like, wake up, dude. It's vampire season. <laughs> <laughs> like, are there any like, I'd be interested. Are there any like legends or myths in like the Aramaic or Hebrew or Arab world about vampires? Like I haven't really looked into that. There was a special feature and I watched a couple of them on the Lost Boys one. And it was talking about vamp- the global vampire. And I saw like the one for Asia and um, which there was some pretty interesting ones. Um I think it was in Japan. They called them the Kappas and oh, yeah. they're like by the water. And it was weird. Like they like cucumbers and they say in order to defeat the Kappa, if you wrote the, the names of your dead relatives on a cucumber and threw it in the sea, it would, it would fight off the Kappa. So I thought that was interesting. Um, Is- isn't the cap of the one where they steal this, the, your soul through the, your asshole or something? Oh, I don't know. It didn't go that graphic into it. It was, <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong. I could be thinking of another Japanese weird. They always have weird stuff, man. But yeah, I mean, the, the like, just like the werewolf, like the shapeshifter, you know, the undead has been, it's a myth in like every culture, um, which the vampire would kind of fall under, right? It's the undead coming back to prey on the living. So the Ottoman Empire had a word called, I think, Kadi. It was used to describe a vampire-like creature that slept in graves and fed on mortals. They were described as pale, stronger than humans, with attacks that feel like a water buffalo sitting on your chest. Whoa. <laughs> That's very specific. Yeah, very. pointed teeth and claws. So back, which is basically in Tur- ancient Turkey, uh, they had something, and it seems like maybe something called a ghoul, which is similar to a jinn in Arab culture but not quite specifically the same it's interesting yeah so maybe vampires are real and some and it's jesus jesus infiltrated the psyche of the world and he's the ultimate dracula dude he was the last one bro he's the first one dude he's like if you watch demon slayer oh oh god he's the one that turns them all into demons bro what's his morzon we seeing this why are we seeing more of this, bro? Which which if, goes back to else has we it. were talking about Jerry Danbridge giving powers to the guy that was his familiar. When Jesus wrote Lazarus, that was his familiar. Like he used his powers to bring him back. 
So, dude, now, now I'm just, I'm, I'm all twisted. I'm just. Well, also, if you think about Mary Magdalene, dude, and she's Amy, her alabaster box, dude. <laughs> you you think about it. Jesus, what else is like alabaster, dude? The moon, dude. It's a metaphor. By moonlight, she washed his feet. Mm. And he, she was a prostitute. And what we know that vampires love prostitutes. <laughs> yes. Based on Friday. So there's all kinds of stuff going on here. Yes. Yes. We're about to get killed by a group of vampires, dude. Just like SWAT team of vampires kind of come kill us, dude. Oh, I, I would just be like, hey, don't kill me. Just let me be a vampire, bro. They'd be like, no. <laughs> like damn. which you know what i have found out like because i i watched that dracula movie a couple weeks ago like i've been watching a few you know vampire movies to come into this week just to see some other things that's how i saw that renfield one with nicholas cage in it um but and it's in i forget it's in the book too bram stoker but um one of the victims um in the movie dracula her name was lucy he like seduces her and then turns her into what they said, the lady in white, and she would go around and, and prey on children. And, and when I saw that, and so this 1930 and the book was like 1897. I'm like, is that where the myth of like the Yeha Yodona, the lady in white, like, is that where it came from? Because I remember hearing that as a kid down. Yodona. It would always be watch out for the lady in white on the canal. She like kills kids. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then Seeing that in that movie, the 39 movie, I'm like, dude, like this is, I used to hear that as a kid all the time, the lady in white. So I'm like, it's just weird how, you know, those things that come from literature and cinema, like actually become part of our mythos. Well, what if also like pray and prayer derives from to be someone's prey where they're, they're hunting you, dude. And the church evolved it to mean something different, but it all stems from the church being vampires <laughs> hunting humans. Sorry, I'm just going down. A no, time. I mean, it's interesting, right? Like what, what movie is it where, or maybe I see it in more like the supernatural TV show. Like there's always a hive of vampires, right? Like they, they, they build a little hive. So it's the Vatican, bro. Yeah. I was going to say is it, it would make sense if, Jesus was the original vampire that like we're, we're building this hive. So when he comes back, he has a source of like y'all talking about Pokemon. He has a source of food and sustenance in the church to continue to live. Um, He's like once every 2000 years, I wake up and have to drink 6 billion people. Goodness gracious. Jesus is actually the size of the moon. He's act. So the moon is actually an egg. And he's in, and Jesus right. is excited about this. Some Evangelion <laughs> shit. You need to stop. Which we're doing next week. Let's just hold till then. Um, you, one of the interesting one I saw on the thing, it was like, I forgot what country it was, like a vampire-like creature. It was a, a very beautiful woman during day, but at night her head would detach from her body and her organs would be, like her, her heart and stomach would detach from her body and it would go and attack feet on men, I think. And I was like, Wait, the, the heart crazy. have teeth? No, no, like her just her, her her head would come off, but like, yeah, like the spine would still be attached and like her heart and stomach would be on there and it would go prey on people at night floating around like that. Does she look good? I mean, besides the, the things hanging Supposedly out. she looks beautiful during the day. So I'm guessing her face is still going to look beautiful, but it's going to be kind of grotesque floating around with a fucking spine. Just, you know. So where is she going to take my life force from? 
probably kind of like just fucking biting you, bro. Like she's going to uh, take it by saying mean words to you until you're so diminished that you fall on the ground dead. You're like it's just emotional damage. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it was like sucking my life force through my wiener, bro, then, then no. you know, a lot of people think that when you get your life force sucked through your wiener that it feels good. No. Bro, have you ever gotten sucked after you nutted? Yes. Imagine yeah. that happened. That is the <laughs> yes. that is torture, bro. Like that until you die. You're like, I can't. Uh, like the Home yes. Alone fucking <laughs> meme where, where he's getting electrocuted. It's like that. For me, The Lost Boys is like Karate Kid meets Goonies, um, meets the Brady Bunch, meets Fright Night. Um all kind of mixed together. Lethal weapon. <laughs> lethal <laughs> Fucking weapon. Richard Donner, dude. Yeah. R- he Richard loves Donner the helicopter weapon. shots and he loves like that sex scene reminded me of when the Sunny made the episode. They did the episode of Lethal Weapon 6 and they had the sex scene. It's the exact same with right. Frank. Same style. Richard Donner's sex scene where it's like all oh, like romantic and like stupid and there's like all these cutscenes of like fucking weird billowy fabric <laughs> with the saxophone in the background still where the fuck is ba- this music da- da- coming da- from yeah the sex what was the song dude what was that song that they kept singing um you shall not die yeah oh i was like oh god i'm getting hypnotized which to your point, like remember, because that's one of the things we brought up with like Lethal Weapon, and then like the Blade Runner sound sounded like the guy who's playing the random music. Yeah, the music instead of it being like instrumental, it was that chorus of that song in certain moments, <laughs> and you're like, okay, who the fuck is singing this? Who keeps singing this fucking music? That's what I. That's what I said. I leaned over to Zaynab one time, and I was like, imagine being in a fucking this boardwalk. And everybody's looking at you singing that chorus at the same time. How creepy would it be? <laughs> like Mount if rules. this was like a Dogma '95 type of film, all the people would have to be singing it for the music to be in the background. I know you had attempted to watch it a few times, and your first time all the way through, Zach. Like, why? I guess what's what held you back from finishing it all the other times? Uh, I don't know. Lack of interest. Um, Jack Bauer. No. <laughs> just I don't know. I just never really got through it. Um, but it wasn't bad. I liked it. I, I towards the end when it, before you find out, you know, who the actual head vampire is. I was like, you know what would be a real good twist? It was either the girl, or if it was the little boy. Because then it's like, oh no, I have to kill the girl I love, or mm. I have to kill a little boy. But um, it was good. It was fun. You know, the pot-smoking grandpa who knew about the vampires the whole time. The whole time. time. Yes. I, I wish, bro. I was saying, like, if I get to live that long, I would be that grandpa, bro. Josh, Living in my room, dude. Don't, yeah. I can tell you what? exactly when you're going to die. <laughs> Do you want to know? Why would I want to know my mortality of when I specifically, you know? I'll text you later. No one wants to know that. I'll text no you later. <laughs> Isn't that like on Big Fish where like there was like a hag and she's like, oh, you're going to die whenever. And he's like, I was just a barely an old man. And I died on the toilet or whatever. 
Oh my god. Yeah, that's a good that's a good movie. Which speaking of the grandfather, right? Like, you know, that I'm I'm glad that uh once Jeff Bridges' character Flynn in, in Tron defeated the MCP that that he got to come out to um fucking Santa Clara and live with all the vampires. Yeah, he retired and out there and he's like, Yeah, dude, trust me, I've dealt with these types of things before, you know, blood sucking vampires and blood sucking uh, AI simulations. Like it's just that's what he does. That's what grandpa does. They should do a Tron meets vampires. Explain. So basically there would be a rogue AI that is kind of like a Jack the Ripper type AI that's going around and eating other programs. And it is basically a vampire AI. What would you name the the movie? What would the title be? Train with AI. But like AI is like in capital and it's TR. A I N and N, and then underneath it's like your vampire. I would have went with like Count Kojula or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> or um, no, I I, I got nothing. My you first one was shit. I, my first one was shit, and I got nothing else. It, it happens. You just you just keep going, keep grinding. So my question, for, I guess, for you, Josh, is like. Your first time watching it, what, you know, what are your thoughts? How do you feel about it? Um, I like the movie. Definitely very 80s movie, man. Seeing that, whatever the fuck coat that kid was wearing, I was like, what the hell was that, man? Granted, I'd probably be wearing the same thing if I could, but I'm, I'm an old, I'm an old man. I'm like, I can't be, be wearing shit like that. Josh, you're only 25. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Apparently. I'll I'll, I'll buy you one for Christmas, a little Napoleon war jacket. That's what I always think of. I think of like Napoleon or something like similar to that. Or I guess it's more Civil War-ish, like the one he was wearing. Hell, what do they they even call those things? Like, what's the name of that That, jacket thing? That's a good question. I don't know. A coat. A a very long fucking coat. It's like a... It's almost like a trench coat, but it's not. Okay, yeah, it's, it's like the nutcracker, what the nutcrackers wear, and the nut, like the little soldiers. So yeah, a little coat of arms, maybe. I don't. It'd be an interesting yeah, look. It, yeah, it, it definitely. If it were to catch back on, but yeah, right now it's like the nineties is the 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 clothing right now. I think right, everything's baggy. It's got a lot of holes. Yeah, I've noticed that, and uh, no, I'm not gonna do it. Bro, you grew up that time, bro. That's that that was your style back in the time, bro. Yeah, I mean, I think I was more of like the colorful part. Like I didn't really care that they were baggy. Um, at least my pants, shirts, yeah, probably, shirts, my shirts were pretty pretty big. Like I mean, I was 145 pounds and I was wearing like extra large shirts because that was I re- I preferred that for whatever reason. So you're saying you would rather keep wearing your skinny jeans? I don't like skinny. I just like them. I don't like a lot of extra pants leg at the bottom. I mean, I do like room in my thighs and stuff. But I just don't like them long or and full of floppy fucking material. Look, I wear I wore the bell bottom uniform still when I joined the Navy. Um, and they went away about a year later. So, like, I just, no, I'm good. I'm good. No extra 
pant material at the at the at the hem of the leg. You heard it here, folks. Junior is not a man of a- excess. Well, not, I mean, not in my pant and, legs. And to a certain degree, like at a certain age, you just don't want to be dressing like the young people. Then it just becomes like I wouldn't say it's weird. It's just you ever watch looks at someone that's like really older. I think there was an episode of Simpsons I showed y'all whenever maybe I didn't show you maybe a clip of it where that they they were wearing like modern day clothes that everyone was wearing the dads and everyone's like oh god why are they wearing that is like this is so uncool or whatever I'm not saying that it's uncool to wear that shit it's just I don't know yeah y'all y'all felt like that whenever older people did that when we were younger you know what I mean well dude it's much like Max in fucking the Lost Boys, dude, the head vampire. He was dressing all MTV Kurt Louder type way, owning that video store. Like he just trying to dress. He kind of dressed like um shit. What was his? What was the character? Corey Haynes' character, the younger brother. Like he was dressing too hip, like that. And he was, you know, a head vampire. I mean, even his house had the neon lights and had a very late eighties, like modern yuppie type feel to it i guess what i'm saying is probably dress your age but i mean i don't know look just have a have a style and style is have a style yes and a style means knowing what i like and not giving a damn what anybody thinks until it's like bro why are you wearing super tight clothes bro you're like 400 pounds (laughs) (laughs) well when you're 400 pounds all your clothes are tight yeah. Well, what most people what do don't know when you're 400 pounds and those pants are tight, it's because you need to help the blood flow in your legs with compression. <laughs> oh, dude. D-vein thrombosis. Anyway, uh, forgot the original question. Yes, I like this movie. <laughs> do vampires have to take a shit? Yeah, I don't know. Of course know. they do. Of course they do. They still eat, right? I mean, they drink mm-hmm. blood. They have to eat something. When they uh, pee. I mean, homeboy in Fright Night was eating fruit a lot. Which was always an apple. Oh no, it was other things yeah, it too. Was an apple. Yeah, he did eat a lot of fruit. That was uh, interesting. The it, the it gives gives off the illusion of vigor, vitality. I don't know. Yeah, no, I was gonna about to say maybe it, you know how they say you know eat fruit pie. What is it? Something for you know for your 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 <laughs> semen to taste certain way or for the you know for your partner or whatever. Maybe that's why I was constantly eating fruit. For yourself, bro. Why waste your own fucking (laughs) cum, dude? Like, after you jack off, you just fucking get rid of that moisture, dude. Like, dehydrate yourself. You gotta gotta fucking full circle that, dude. Just, like, eat it, dude. Like, it's fucking... That's the way to go, dude. And if you say anything else, you're not a good Fremen. Mm. What? You're... I'm good, man. Surf your, uh, surf your, uh, 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 what is it? Iraqis? Surf your Iraqis. I seen a t shirt that said that. Surf Iraqis or whatever. It's like, what? It's like, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, no, you got to eat your cum. But that is true in both movies because even like they were eating dinner, Max was eating that whatever it was, and those guys were eating Chinese. So. Spaghetti. Chinese. True, true. The worms and everything, whatever. He's like, you're eating maggots. <laughs> Of course, Dennis would like Dennis. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're eating Dennis. <laughs> oh, that shit's so good. Oh man! I, I, the whole time I was watching it, the the main character, Corey Ham's brother, 
I was like, this is who Dennis thought he was in the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am a golden god. Yeah, I mean, he got seduced. I mean, obviously, he's trying to get with Star, right? That's his his whole purpose. But I mean, then he and his name is David, Star of David. Mm. Yeah, throwback to your uh, vamp, your werewolf. Good callback. But I mean, what was the thing? And and dude, trust me, I I grew up in the eighties and nineties, and we did a lot of stupid things. Um, But would you literally hang off the side of that fucking railroad track, like suspension bridge, like just for kicks? I mean, if I was really caught up in the moment with all these guys and everything, like like I thought I was eating maggots and worms and then like we were doing weird shit and you just like it was ethereal and I saw them all drop. I probably would drop too. And (laughs) it would just be like all these kids died. (laughs) Type of thing. (laughs) Because I got caught up in the moment I died. Like... I feel like that could happen. Like that probably happened a lot in life. And do you think that that was the whole premise of that? Like Joel Schumacher, the director who did one of Josh's favorite Batmans. Um, was that the whole thing? Like if your friends jump off a bridge, would you, it's literally that mm-hmm. whole metaphor, right? Like, yeah. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? Like I always what thought is the etymology of that fucking saying, dude. I don't know. Thinking about Christ, like we were talking a lot about religion. Maybe it's the whole like the sheep's throwing themselves off of the fucking cliff that were legion that was in the man. I don't. I don't Those know. I'm just pigs. <laughs> I don't know why that's the fucking analogy that parents love to give you, right? Like, oh, so if your friends jump off a bridge, I'm like, wait, what person's jumping off a bridge first and foremost? They're probably suicidal and they need help, right? They're probably depressed, right? Like. No, I'm not going to jump off a bridge, but it, you know, parents are dramatic, dude. Let's be real. Hopefully, I never become like if one. If they all join a religion, will you? You're like, mom, stop. <laughs> yeah, that happened in the 60s a lot. Check out the Charlie Manson family, then they kill people. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> or get what? what is it? J- Jane Jonestown or whatever? Yeah, Jonestown, yeah. too. Yeah. Damn, bro. Those jo- <laughs> you forgot about Waco. What? Waco, what oh yeah. Waco? I don't know what. You don't what? remember David Koresh? He, I don't modern think so. day Jesus, bro. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was a vampire. Maybe. True, bro. I don't. Maybe all cult that. leaders are vampires. They're trying what to build on the success one? of Jesus. Well, I think they really are kind of vampire. They're like cosmic or spiritual vampires, really. When you think about it. Mm. Yeah. So it happened in what the ninety five? I feel like it was. I mean, I was a teenager. Um, That's it was nice. a. It was a cult compound out in Waco um, that I don't remember how the FBI got there. Something about weapons or explosives. And there was a standoff and they raided it and people got killed. And yeah, it was, it was, it was a big thing in the 90s. Damn. Look at I think there's a, a show on Netflix or something. Yeah, what surprised. were they planning on doing? Were they just going to terrorize or killing the name of Jesus or his name? Or they whatever weren't. The fuck? I don't think there were like any plans to like make a move on anybody. It was just they were like accumulating weapons, and I think there was the whole like it's a cult and what are they doing with all these weapons type of thing. And then it became Jeez. like, well, I don't have to fucking do what you're telling me. So then there's a standoff. Let it be. Yeah, let it be the government to tell you what to. Dude, nah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's racist, Josh. So the racist against the government, bro. Please, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna bring this up, bro. Like I forgot to tell this early, way early when what happened. I got, 
I got a check from the attorney general. Bro. Oh yeah, you did. What? what? Dude, did bro. you get scammed, bro? <laughs> did you just get scammed? Yeah, by TurboTax. <laughs> Twenty-eight dollars in my bank, bro. I was like, hell yeah, hell yeah. Give me that. That'll money. get that'll get you one inflation burger, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Well, guess what? One... It's actually I learned something that inflation is actually really good. Oh yeah, for people that owe trillions of dollars of debt, like the United States government. Mm. So is this just uh, keep that in mind? Is this like a what is it? The new monetary like theory? No, it's it's it, it, it it's something that some people have been talking about lately. But like, it, it's just the idea that you know if you have billions or trillions of dollars of debt. There's two ways to get rid of it. You pay it back or you make the debt worth less by Inflating. making the do- Yeah. Okay. So hmm. it kind of makes sense why we've, we've seen this continue to spiral. And I wonder, you know, just just a down the rabbit hole, contextual, you know, what's happening in society is represented in art, or at least that's a lot of time what is purported right um but yeah i mean the 80s was right after all the inflation of the 70s and you get movies like the lost boys where there's the myrtle capital of the world uh, santa clara which is like a looks like a carnival i mean i've been to santa clara um but does it does it breed like this financial strain breed a certain type of movie in the in the next decade like what what do you think Probably. I mean, okay, like if we look, if we do use the 80s as an example, right? So obviously there was hyperinflation during that period and leading into the 80s, you had, uh, I forget the, the, the OPEC Fed crisis chair. and all that. Well, there's a Fed chairman, um, I forget his name, but he's very popular for raising interest rates extremely high, extremely fast, very similar to what's going on right now, which caused, you know, a lot of people to lose their jobs and, all in the pursuit of bringing inflation down and keeping it down because we brought inflation down before only to have it spiral back up. And so in doing that, there are a lot of interesting things that happen. Like car salesmen were like sending the fucking fed their car keys because they couldn't sell any fucking cars. And there's like all this kind of shit. It was like huge protests. Um, but basically you see that represented in like the huge spiking crime rates in the eighties because everybody was homeless or losing their job. And so you turned to a life of crime and you see it portrayed in media a lot. And you kind of see that same shit happening right now where people stealing a lot of shit now. Right. And then you also see like homeless population has been increasing, like all this stuff. And it's only going to get worse because, you know, all the interest rates, or lagging effects. So it takes six to 12 months for from the beginning of the interest rate hiking cycle to take effect. So we're only about like a year out from when we first started raising interest rates. So we're right around the time where we would start seeing the effects take place. And everybody's saying nothing bad's going to happen. And every time before something bad happens, people say exactly what they say. (laughs) So like, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, in the next year, we see some, I mean, we already saw stressing happening in the banking industry back in April where two large banks fucking 
there was a bank run like in the 1930s right um so we saw that happen we haven't seen anything really happen because the fed has basically been secretly printing money to prop up the the banking industry to make sure everything was shored up but in the next year we're gonna see shit happen and we don't know what that shit's gonna be but that's going to lead to economic crisis for millions of people in the United States, which will affect movies and what we watch on TV. And we're going to see more like post-apocalyptic movies. We're going to see, um, we're going to see zombie movies, maybe make a resurgence, uh, things like that. Like what happened after the great financial crisis. And that's going to be really, really interesting to circle back to on the podcast whenever it Mm. does happen. Yeah. And, and 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 that's kind of like depicted, like you said in this movie. Like one is murder capital was Santa Clara the murder capital because of all those things you were talking about? Because that's the family situation, right? Like she got divorced and she it was too much of a battle. She'd rather just come. You know what I mean? She didn't want to go through the battle of taking that money. She'd rather just come back and live with her her father, right? And, but it was it the murder capital because of the situation of the eighties, or because of the vampires? Like was it or a combination of both? Well, maybe the vampires are a metaphor for the greed of Wall Street, mm. you know, mm. which so that's that a good these problems. So that would be the movies that probably could rise up in this post or this, More this vampire movies. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know, or, or vampiric in nature. Right. Like, you know, I think that's one of the things that, you know, m- you know, vampires don't have to actually be blood sucking individuals. You know, they can be a movement or an organization. So to be vampiric doesn't. You know, again, it doesn't have to be an actual blood person, living, breathing, or the undead person, forgive me. But yeah, I mean, it could be a lot of different things like that. That would be interesting um, to see. I mean, I guess in a way, American Psycho is like a vampiric like finance movie, right? Or or at least... Yeah, the, I, I don't know what he does. I, he did seem like he worked in finance, but like he's just like basically like the vampire fright night picking up prostitutes and killing them yeah and and it was all about his presentation and having the right clothes and the right whatever business card (laughs) right exactly (laughs) uh which i like that it's interesting they play with that idea of the 80s and being remember when they moved there and Corey hames characters like Grandpa doesn't have a TV. You know what not having TV means? It means having no MTV, right? Like it's the MTV <laughs> generation, right? It just kicked off. And and I found it interesting that when the one vampire dies on the stereo, he's like, oh, he got killed by, by radio, right? And then the whole <laughs> video killed the radio star, but the radio star killed the fucking vampire, right? Like it's just, just those little <laughs> things in there, which was funny in Fright Night. There was club radio when that whole seductive scene went down between Jerry Danbridge and Amy. So I, I did like the preparing of the like movies. Cause you, you see, I mean, obviously it's a vampire movie, but there were a lot of, you saw like, you know, Max is like, give me your hand to their mom and in, in, in lost boys. And then there was the same thing with Jerry Danbridge and Amy, like, give me your hand. Like the, the mirror reflection, his brother's first turning into a vampire. And he's like, kind of like a ghost in the mirror. And immediately he knows you're a fucking, you're part of the undead, bro. I'm going <laughs> to so tell mom, bro. Yeah, I'm going to so funny. tell mom those brothers were kind of weird too. Like they got really close to each mm-hmm. other's faces a lot. And I was yes, like, bro, dude. if we were doing this, a lot of people would be saying things. And you know what? I think I remember where that comes from, Josh. What? I used to oh, like man. tackle you at school and like lay on top of you and you would go, he's f***ing me. He's f***ing me. <laughs> <laughs> 
do vampires need to breathe? Hmm. I mean, they're dead, so... So could they, like, live underwater away from the sun? Oh, that's a good qu- that's a good question. I have no idea. And they're just sucking in the blood of like whales and dolphins and shit. You know, yeah, now that I think about dolphins. it, now that I think about it, okay, so their heart needs to be penetrated or crushed, whatever it is, it needs to have a stake through the heart, right? Mm-hmm. So that would mean they need to breathe, right, to some degree. Not necessarily. So then, I don't think their heart beats. Yeah, because they sure? they need the blood to stay alive. Like that's how they feed. Because mm-hmm. they don't have any blood. I swear, I heard a heartbeat thing for them. Or was that whenever what's his name was transforming the, the older brother? I don't. Remember. I hear a beat. How sweet. Well, and that answers the question of why a bullet doesn't work, Josh. Because like you saw the brother, his hand got bit, and then it got it got healed. The bullet would just pass through the body, and then he would heal. But if you drive the stake, the stake stays there. And it can't yes. reform. Exactly. And then they like so disintegrate harpoon, into like. So a harpoon into the heart would kill them for sure because it'd stay there. Maybe. Yeah, but who's rolling around with a harpoon, man? Like, hey, man, we were talking about va- vampires in the ocean, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never okay, know. Obviously, obviously, vampires <laughs> okay, in the okay, sea. Okay, okay, okay. That the, would work. The old vampire in the sea, obviously, harpoon and Hemingway story. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there was this movie I saw with uh, I forget the actor's name, but he he plays like a a Finnish or, or sweet Danish like guy coming to Texas to meet his dad in the land they bought, and he was a harpooner, and it's the wild wild west, and he like fights the cowboys that are like working for the company that's taking land from the farmers, and yes, he fights with a harpoon, but like again, that is just a random cinematic choice, dude. <laughs> People are, if, unless it's the water vampires. Yes, unless it's the water vampires. Wait, have you ever seen a, a harpoon in real life, Josh? I think so. You're a lying son of a bitch. <laughs> are you talking about an Aquaman? I don't know if that counts. But yeah, but, uh, good movies. Good movies. Great uh, Halloweeny season. So it's crazy how they come and go, dude. It feels just like yesterday we were doing this. Is this the second annual that we mm-hmm. just finished? The second annual Halloweeny, man. Mm. I'm so excited for next year already. Before you know it, it'll be here. Yeah. And hopefully we're all alive, man. Even though I saw a friend of ours post a, a picture of like, it's like some guy with a knife and then there's a guy with a shield and spear. And it's like me or 2024, four months away is the guy with the knife. And then the guy with the, sh- the shield and spear, me still contemplating the fall of Constant- Constantinople in 1492. <laughs> I was like, well, because I think that's the the zeitgeist thing right now is like the like wives and girlfriends asking their boyfriends, husbands. Hey, how often do you think of the the asking their boyfriends, husbands? No, no. Girlfriends (laughs) and wives asking their boyfriends and husbands, like, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? And that's been on social media right now. And it's fucking kind of hilarious because some of them have one of them like every day. Like, why wouldn't you think of it every day? Oh, well, any other final thoughts on the halloween this year? It was, no, it was spooky. Like, I, I'm going to tell you this after talking. Like, okay, last week after we watched those movies and I had the dread anxiety, mm-hmm. I had the rest of the day after talking about it. I got over it on Saturday after I watched the movies. After t- we talked about it on Sunday, it was back with me the whole day. I felt terrible. Really? Yes. So, so sorry, brother. Let's stay away from dread. Okay, we'll do. 
do drugs and it'll probably go away. Josh, you can't run from your problems for the Yeah, exactly, life, dude. Bro. Don't make us <laughs> intervention you, bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm probably one of the most sober person here. Like right next to Zach, maybe. Bro. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bro, it's not it's not about being sober. The statement stands. You can run from things your whole life without drugs. Run away from what? I want Well, drugs. I mean, if anything, I'm running to drugs. Excuse me. And that's what we're saying. You have a problem. What am I running from then? I haven't been on drugs in almost a year. Like, what? Maybe you're running from your fate, dude. Try as to you might to drugs, escape your I'm fate. Confused. You'll never get through the gateless gate. The gate. Okay. I am. <laughs> Look, I just want to be high for a little bit, bro. That's all I want. I just want to watch a movie or watch an episode of JoJo or some something that's just batshit crazy and be like, that was the greatest thing of my life. Like, you know what I mean? Really? So, yeah. But it being the greatest thing in your life, how long does that last at being the greatest thing in your life until the next great thing comes mm-hmm. in? Your Until life? I get high and watch it again. <laughs> Then you're so just then, chasing then, the dragon, so it's dude. meaningless, bro. Yeah, like you're just gonna have to keep one upping it, and before you know it, dude, you're fucking like ha- tying a belt around your fucking arm, shooting up <laughs> heroin, and fucking yeah, just oh, man. you're chasing, bro. Oh man, y'all are just you're, you're just just straight up. Now. And then you're just spot I'm for just fucking. To, train I'm just trying to help you, Josh. Like I'm just trying to help you. Help me. I'm sober. I'm just saying I would you, love it, to you be don't high. Have and you're me. like, well, man. Next thing you know, you're gonna be crashing into the sun, exploding the universe. You're just going into the. You're turning into. <laughs> bro, like, I'm look, just dude, trying to help you, bro. Yeah, I. I don't want you to end up like Tommy in fucking train spotting. Okay, guys, guys, we all have problems. We all have Clearly. problems. Yes, yes, exactly. Nobody's perfect, except for the Christ vampire. <laughs> Jeebus. And he became undead for our sins. Yeah. So drink his blood and join him. Or watch these movies and the other movies we watched this Halloweening. Except for the dread ones. For Zach. Don't do that for Zach. Yes, it's very very depressing. Novanime. Novanime. So we're gonna be Novanime. Kicking off a month of anime, starting with the Avon Galeon movies, uh one and two, and then three and four the week after that. So Looking back to going back and revisiting um, that whole series after watching the show. So I will definitely have some thoughts in the next couple of weeks. Adios, amigos. Stay spooky. Y'all are so cool, man fuckers.